don't know, just greet the audience and be like, yeah. So we're talking about Bebop or something. Whatever you want, really. Choice. <sighs> Hello. Let me introduce you to our new show. What's the name of the show, Mike? <laughs> it's called Eat Party. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's drop it. Oh. I, I, let's just start talking about Bebop. Alrighty, Bebop. Don't, don't you always intro? Do a, a separate intro? Uh, Yeah, where I greet the audience proper. I usually try and just like come in on it. But uh, yeah, again, change of pace. What do you want me to say? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, think of something funny to say to the audience. I don't have anything funny to say. Senpai noticed me. Yep. In this case, Senpai is Morgan Berry. At the Morgan Berry. This is specifically where she noticed me and that she liked a tweet regarding one of my My Hero Academia shows. So yay. Yay! I'd normally have more enthusiasm, but uh, life outside of that has been not so great. <clears throat> Another mystery symptom is making me uneasy. On top of the usual heartburn masquerading as a potential heart attack. Yeah, other things I can't really talk about aren't so good either, suffice to say. I feel like I'm getting dumped on a lot. But at least some of that's probably paranoia. Anyway, enough of my dour shit. On to the episode, which... Um... Oh my god, I don't know which episode it is. I want to say it's Cowboy Bebop. Or is it My Hero Academia? Well, I guess listen and you'll find out. As soon as I finish editing this, I'll find out too. Hello, everybody. You're listening to another episode of a Not Another Gaming Podcast. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> this is the old Taku Connection. No, it's not. And uh, totally at, at my request, what happened? Uh, oh yeah, Jump Cables was like, I don't know, care what we watch. And I was like, let's watch more Bebop. Uh, so we're kind of powering through. <laughs> uh, and then he asked me to do the intro for some reason, so I'm doing it. But uh, yeah, at first I was kind of like, well, it sucks that we have to get through these, uh, these first episodes, because whenever I decide to watch Bebop, I always go, oh, I'll watch Bebop, and then I watch the first five episodes, and then I get distracted and never come back. (laughs) The first first DVD. Yeah, but this time was interesting. I'm a little older. I I think the last time I did that was some time ago. So I have... uh, It was was fun watching these again. I have a, a nice, different, new, fresh perspective on these. Well, um, I guess before we we go on one fresh perspective, we gotta go to another, which is the um, yeah, 
So the reason for the first couple of episodes, for those of you who weren't with us, bah, is uh, we found out old Joe Face here hadn't watched Bebop <laughs> at all. Yeah, he somehow yeah. made it to 30 without watching Bebop <laughs> and still put himself in Yeah. I actually thought quite a lot about that while I was watching this, and I remember what he said the last the last time we uh, were watching these. He didn't seem too impressed, but uh, I did something different while watching this time. And uh, I, I watched the dub, but I, I kept the subs on. Mm. And uh, I don't know if it's the if the, the subs are the same on Hulu, but on the DVD that I have, they're they're actually kind of they're like really bland and kind of characterless. Yeah. Uh, the char- subs on Hulu are the same way. Where okay. Not a whole yeah. lot uh, coming. Uh, there's a handful of times where there's something interesting going on in the sub, but by and large, it's very direct and to the point. Yeah, what I noticed was it's more like the the, the dramatic stuff or the or the darker stuff tends to have um, sort of different sorts of uh, analogy or symbolism in the way that they talk um, when it's conveyed through the subs. Uh, but th- throughout all of the dub, it's very, it's it's just a lot more energetic and a lot more. And part of it's because they have to fill out the the, the lines um, to match the voices, but they do a really good job. And it, but it, they also it also has a layer of pizzazz mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that I'm sure is pro- it might be there in the in the actual Japanese language, but I I wouldn't know. We lack the knowledge of the language to really pick up on it. Yeah. Mm. The scope and all of that. So, I know. That said, how did you feel about these, Joe? Uh, so, um, I think it was around episode... Uh, let me see. Three seconds. Four, episode four, where I just started to... I started to get a little bored um, and it wasn't, I mean the, the dialogue and stuff, I didn't, that didn't really bother me that much. It's just, I guess the, um, just the atmosphere of the episodes and just kind of, it just felt kind of just, it just felt slow, but I know, I, I don't know. It just, I, I didn't, I was starting, my interest was starting to kind of wane after a while. Then episode five, that's when things started to get a little bit more interesting. And I started to like, Oh, okay, this is, this is getting, this is, there's a lot of story here. Maybe I so you watched the sub again? Yeah, I watched just the sub. So yeah, but uh, I mean, like I said, I wasn't. It didn't really bother me that much. The dialogue. I mean, I didn't have a problem with the dialogue. It's just the right. Only- but that's what that's what we're saying is you would never know. Mm. Yep. Right. It's it's super bland. Like it's there. You can follow the story. Yeah, that but, might explain some of the waning interest. But but it, I don't know. In English, all the, and the acting is so good, and it's so well written. Mm. It's it's just written so much more richer, and everything flows a lot better than the very stifled subs. But uh, I don't know. It's funny you say that because I kind of felt the opposite. Like like going into it, I was like, okay, I know episode five is where things kind of. But you knew though. Get, I didn't. Knew what. You just said that you knew going because you've already watched Bebop like many, many, many times. This is my first time with this. Yeah, I didn't know what you're saying. 
So I'm just basically saying that maybe the, the way that you look at this particular anime is a little bit different from the way I'm looking at it, because this is the first time I've seen it, while you've already seen it many, many times, so you knew what to expect. What? Um, let I, me, I, let that, me that wasn't, Well, that wasn't my point. My point was, going into it again, I was like, I, I know, like, episode five, like, oh, like, that's where it gets good, right? So I sat down and watched it, and for me, sitting down and watching it again... For me, that was where I was actually more engaged with the with episodes uh, three and four more than so than with five. Mm. Um, I think coming at it with adult eyes, some of the stuff in episode five kind of comes off as a little corny and a little cliche. Like it's still cool, but it's like like having seen you know an extra. 15 years worth of media kind of put it in perspective to like, okay, this is kind of where they got all this shit. Mm. It was still cool. It was fine. But, uh, I actually, I don't know something about like, I was kind of like, okay, I have to sit through this episode with Faye in the casino again, but rewatching it, I was like, damn, like, this is like, this is really fun. It's just like the dialogue's really zippy and there's, there's tons of stuff going on. So, I, I don't know. I just enjoyed those those ones more this time around. Maybe. And what was it? What was episode four? That was uh, Gateway Shuffle. That's the uh, eco terrorists. Oh yeah, and that one was yeah, that one was pretty funny. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I just maybe it's because I I've been watching the sub all this time, and from what you guys have been saying, it's com- the dub is completely different and the feel that it gives off but yeah it's just, well it's, uh, it might it's, not be completely different it's just that well there's no way we can confirm it unless one of us learns japanese in depth enough to watch the stuff without the subs on and pick up on any sort of subtleties in the use of language or whatever but uh i i just i mean watching the, the subs don't really if there is a lot to get across the subs aren't doing a good job I see. Is, I guess the point. Okay, well, maybe that's the problem then, because all the yeah. epi- all the episodes of Bebop that I've watched so far, which is just the first five, I mean, it's I just in my head, I'm kind of wondering why was Bebop as popular as it was. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think, it's fine, but I think honestly, mind blowing. Part of it is you're looking at it with adult eyes now. That could be it. That's that's and part of it. You're only that's, seeing it with adult eyes. Is the other? Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's. I think that's a small part of it, but I think a large part is is the dub. Because when you think about it, when we talk about the cultural impact that Bebop had, everyone was kind of exposed to it at the same time, and that was Adult Swim, and that was when we were in high school, so we were a different age, and it was always the dub. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of things to be said in regards to that, one of which... In regards to the sub not really getting a whole lot across, Bebop actually isn't that popular in Japan. The lion's uh, share of its popularity is uh, America, worldwide, specifically the West. Uh, uh, I imagine imagine the lion's share within that is America, because like Watanabe unabashedly like pulls from not even I shouldn't even say unabashedly as much as. He has a lot of interests and pulls from a lot, a lot that aren't just anime, though the anime interests are apparent there as well. I mean, also when I was little, too, when this came out, I, I mean, it was it was 
the reason why I didn't watch it was partly because everyone else was watching it, and that's kind of turned me mm-hmm. off a little bit. I was, I was a stupid reason. But then also the other reason was it just wasn't my kind of thing. So I mean, it, back then I just I wasn't really that interested into it, and then now I mean I, it seems a little bit. It, it, it's it's an anime. That's at least man. I don't know. It's <laughs> well, fine. let me um, let me jump on a couple of things before I forget them. Um, you kind of, I want to say, through episodes one through five, you get a, um, want to say, a decent idea of what Bebop has to offer. Mm. I like to categorize the episodes you see into three. There's the sort of day in the life episodes, which make makes up the majority of the show. There are the very serious, usually, since you know, serious can vary between you know the gritty sort of noir aspect of these yeah. spike specific backstories, the like high drama of the face specific yeah. episodes. They're always character driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like the character driven episodes. There's the sort of day in the life episodes, and then there's the like I don't know high drinks. <laughs> Over the yeah. top business there that are usually Ed dominant episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was looking at, I was looking through my collection of DVDs, and I was, I could have sworn Ed was introduced in like episode six, but she's actually doesn't show up till episode nine, and that's yeah. like the whole crew. It's a long. I could have sworn she showed up at the end of the first DVD, but mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if we do more of this, I will definitely make sure to watch it in the uh, dub instead of the yeah. yeah. I was actually looking at that on Hulu. I think it's only like the first four or four five episodes. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, so they only have the sub left on there. Mm-hmm. But it's just so... Yeah, watching it, it was so... It was so there was such a giant gap because I was reading what they had written and what was being said... And there's certain points where they even add in like a little bit of extra flair where there's no dialogue in the Japanese where they just mm. added a little something just to make it like funnier, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it's interesting that you say that they add a little flair in there to make it funnier. I mean, if they're if they're trying to make it funnier, and Lionel, you're telling me that in Japan it's not really that big of an anime. It almost feels like that. It's just it's just because of the extra stuff that they put in <laughs> in America. Uh, it's, it's well, no, 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 not I mean, really. What's it's not that? That's the uh, here's the I thing. Well, well, no, definitely. That, that's not a huge thing. Like that's a very small thing that I appreciate. Uh, okay. it's, it's it's done pretty rarely, but okay. In in regards to the uh, popularity or lack thereof in the in Japan, I should say, with the anime. Um, m- the most popular character out there is Ed. Mm. What's uh, yeah. a lot more enjoyed, what's enjoyed far more out there are those wacky episodes. Like, those are the favorites out there, whereas the serious, sort of gritty, character-based episodes aren't as big. Yeah. This isn't to say that the show is unpopular in Japan. It's just nowhere near as big as it is everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, I know it I was kind of... I didn't know what you mean where you said like it's an anime. I, I mean, I think I know what you mean, but to me, that's like sort of, but not because mm. it. It's it. That's what what Jim McHale was saying is you know it's it doesn't really have a lot of that over the top wacky shit 
but but when it does it like it, it goes there and it's it's pretty fun it does have fun with it yeah but but it they they temper it it's got a it's a pretty serious tone throughout the series um and i think that's probably what resonates more with overseas audiences mm. I see. Well, it's it's closer in tone to the kind of things you'd see in Western entertainment. Not necessarily when when Mike says serious, it's not like everyone is like uptight and tense. This isn't like Dark Knight Rises where everything is dreary and people are dying left and right. I'm just saying it's the opposite of uh, fucking what's it, the it one with the, the t- with the teacher from space and shit on a guy. We, yeah, it's, oh, it's not that you know. You make on a guy teacher sound like a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm just saying in terms of, you know, uh. just <laughs> the feel. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, yeah. the episode, like the casino episode, I found that to be really fun. But it's just the rest, it's just, it just, I, I, I wasn't going to say, I'm not saying I was yawning, but it was just like kind of, okay, that's what, what's going to happen. When is something else really interesting going to happen? I mean, it did in episode five. I was like, that kind of like kind of brought me back. I was like, oh, okay, finally something interesting is happening. And then I, you know, it's just it, it seems so kind of, it, seem, it seems it seems to kind of with me from what I've seen so far. And once again, this could be totally because of the sub. It just seems to kind of keep going up and down, up and down. Like it's just you know, and that could be because it's the first five episodes it's the whole introduction type stuff maybe mm. that's why but it really keeps feeling like one episode will be it's just kind of them just doing some stuff and another episode is them accent you know, something really interesting is happening then it's them just doing oh, stuff again and then actions yeah. happening again and then it's just them doing stuff and it's just yeah but that's what the show it's is the about. episodic it's the episodic yeah. element of it. joe i'm assuming you're not a fan of shows like csi law and order i don't or... watch any of that stuff None of well, I stuff. mean, you said uh, on an older episode you weren't a fan of Slice of Life, and that's kind of what Bebop is. Bebop is well, yeah, it's, it's, it's Slice a, of Life for bounty hunters. It's a it's a premise, you know. Mm. It's bounty hunters in space with jazz music, and it's all about like style and and humor and yeah. I don't. Uh, but but it but it but it, <laughs> it 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 does it weaves in this really interesting narrative sort of it just kind of goes in and out but Mm -hmm. i know but but with each each adventure you do get to you you learn their dynamic and then they add another character and then you learn the new dynamic and then finally you get your crew and then things kind of start to yeah unwind i kind of got the yeah i think that's why i started to get the feeling because as they started to introduce some more backstory in that episode five like you know spike and his relationship with these other people i mean i I started to get that idea that okay yeah it's this they're crazy adventures as bounty hunters but we're slowly unraveling something here and it's just i now i could probably have the patience for that but as a kid no i don't think i would have stuck around for that so um uh, Joe, you're you're not going to have any idea as to what I'm talking about, but uh, Mike, let's let's get a bet going here. The episodes Joe will like are Jupiter Jazz one and two, <laughs> Black Dog Serenade. See that I was thinking about that while I was watching that. I see. I know Joe will will love Black Dog Serenade. <laughs> I mean, we and, all and love not, that, and not just because his evil twin is in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> I forgot. And, and he'll probably like uh, Real Folk Blues 1 and 2. I mean, yeah, but that's... We could say that, but... I think, Joe, you'd probably really like the movie. Um, the movie's See, so I'm good. not so sure about the movie. I think so. I bet he says it's okay. That, that movie is amazing. It is, it's but I'm just... betting Joe says it's like it's like decent. It's serviceable. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah, I think I think he'd like it, but uh, I don't know. You're kind of making it seem like to sit through this would be such a slog. <laughs> I almost don't want to make him watch more. Well, you know, I think he has enough uh, idea of what's going on that we can maybe watch the movie and call that a wrap. I don't. Yeah, but to get the full effect of the movie, you want to like, <laughs> you want to well, get to a lot to... of it. A lot of it's minor. I mean, maybe we'll watch enough to get to Ed and then check out the movie. I don't know. I mean, yeah, depends on on Joe. I'd rather kind of go through the whole series. Well, I know you'd rather watch the whole thing anyway, but uh, us discuss, uh, discussing internal podcast-related stuff can't be too exciting for the listeners. So, um, how many Joe, how many episodes how did, are there? Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay. Plus a movie. Plus a movie. Yeah, that fits in after episode twenty-three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah. no, after episode Cowboy twenty-four. Funk. Yeah, yeah. Episode twenty-four and the movie, and then the last two. Okay, well let's let's try this. I mean, <laughs> uh, I just I'm just looking at Hulu right now, and you guys are right. It, there's it's just sub for everything else. But if you guys, I'll look for the dubs and like let's do another episode on this with three or how many episodes you guys want to do with, and I'll look at the dub. And we'll just, I'll do the okay. dub instead of the sub. And yeah. Maybe it can be that. Maybe it's really that different. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it when I think about it. It's just the dub is such a huge part of it for me. Like, mm. how many? Like, I mean, jump cables. You know, like half of our the time we hang out is just fucking going back and forth trying to sound like Steve Bloom and. And Bo Billingsley, Bo Billingsley. <laughs> reciting yeah. like whole whole lines of dialogue between yeah. Spike and Jet. Their voices are just so like iconic and like fun to imitate. Like and like when you think of Steve Bloom, you think of Bebop. Like that was his role. Mm. Yeah, like, that was really the breakout role for him. Yeah, like. That's that's it. Even for him, like he's done so many roles. I've read yeah. interviews where where he's talked about, um, you know, people come up to him and ask him about certain roles, and he'll be just he'll be just like, I don't remember. I was yeah. I, I was in a hole and I made monster noises for like two hours. I don't remember, but but he sticks Bebop sticks with him. Like he knows. Well, he has what is it? I think I was listening to an interview with him on uh, Anime World Order, and he says he actually has the uh, I don't know what you call it, like the voice wave, the sound wave, whatever, of Spike saying "bang" tattooed on his arm. I think. Huh. The, That's I mean, cool. Yeah, I want to say that that speaks to how much that role means to him. But like mm-hmm. outside of that, he's known as being like a master of the cold read. He just kind of comes in, does it. <laughs> 
Yeah. I think the only thing that really uh, stood out to him, though it may have just been like people asking him about it after he did the role, was a character, I want to say a character named Leron and Gurren Lagan, And that one stood out because Leron is like super gay. Hmm. And he was just kind of having fun quoting the character in ways that made all the con goers giggle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I and Jump Kills, how do you feel about uh Ballad of Fallen Angels? Um yeah, that was it was it felt really important for me to uh check that out now because the whole looking at things with adult eyes, like really real ass adult eyes or really real ish I should maybe say I'm thirty, not fifty. Like I know I know you you probably looked at him and thought, Man, this shit's kinda corny. But, like, certain things hit me differently now that I'm a bit older and have had some life experience. Like, I, I just kind of written off the fact that he was, like, porting around Mao's dead body and brought it to yeah. Opry with him. But looking at that, and, and, like, the first thing I immediately thought of was, like, dead body logistics. Like, what did he do to get the thing into that opera seat? Yeah. And did he have what happened to Faye in mind when he did it? And really just looking at that corpse sitting there watching the show, I'm like, this guy is sick in the head. This guy, he needs to die. He needs to be put down. He is a threat to all living things. It wasn't like that stuff. It was more like just kind of the narrative structure that I've I've kind of seen Mm -hmm. uh, a lot where it's like, oh... Like, the, the good guy's back in town, and everybody's like, oh my god, the good guy's back in town. Did you hear? Your rival's at the top, and he's making bad things happen, and you used to be part of, like, a shadowy organization. Like, that's all it, it's, fine. It's but straight it's, up River City Ransom. But it, but it sounds like, you know, a lot of Western influences, like, mm-hmm. you know, like Western, Definitely. Western uh western films um and they they don't hide that which i kind of like but yeah. but still it was kind of well, I mean, like the bounty hunters are actively called cowboys yeah but you know when they <laughs> like the fight in the church it's cool but then it's like <laughs> i just remember how how much like i don't know 15 or 14 year old me was like this is the coolest thing ever he has a gun and he has a sword and they're fighting and they stabbed him, and then he falls out the church window. Like, that used to be, like, the coolest shit ever to me. And now I'm kind of like, uh, this is this is a little... Uh, hokey? Yeah, it's a little... not I don't know about hokey, but it's a little... I don't want to say juvenile, but it's definitely like... Okay, it's... This is where some of that anime uh, lifeblood seeps in. Mm-hmm. For shit like this, but it's very tame. Yeah, I mean, would you have preferred the uh, whole you have the blood of a demon thing happening as they're firing at each other blindly behind cover? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter when that happens, but it it, it doesn't matter. Um, but that makes me think that maybe the episodes that I remember sort of fondest like maybe they're not as uh maybe i'll feel differently about them now because um, it's, it's a total 180 now i'm I mean, I think I'm, I'm more into these uh 
Although Asteroid Blues, the first episode is still like I. That's always been my favorite. Yeah, it's still an amazing episode. But um, uh, let me make another bet. I bet you still think Jupiter Jazz is good. I, I think I'll still like that. I think I'll be able to see a lot more complexity in that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I liked about that is um, you do get to know a little bit more about Vicious's backstory. Very small tidbits, but it's it's really interesting stuff. That those two episodes are very strange, but they're very mm-hmm. uh, they go into some str- weird territory. But it's uh, they handle it, it well. Yeah, it's basically it. It feels a bit weird in comparison to the rest of the. Uh, I guess I can't go too into it. Spoilers suffice to say. You get to see all your characters get put into the same Skinner box and react differently. But, uh, yeah, Joe, what was uh, your take on maybe not that episode in particular, but uh, Vicious? Mm. Uh, Just uh, another, you know, just one of the typical anime characters coming from your past. Hidden past craziness. It's... it yeah, was, it was. Yeah, that's what I've started to realize looking back at him too. Like even as an adult, just looking at him with adult eyes, I'm just like, oh, he's very, he's very anime. Yeah, it's <laughs> very dark anime, and his name is vicious. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, so he's. I I think this. It used to be like a shit hitting the fan moment for me. This like the episode, but now it's more like. It's just an introduction. Um, I think he. When we get later episodes, when we get to know, we don't really get to know Vicious that much, but just to see a little bit of his past and where he's been mm-hmm. is is kind of fascinating to me. More than when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, he just looks so cool! Like he's got that white hair and the mm-hmm. sword <laughs> and the coat and the bird. Oh my god!" He yeah. looks like that bird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's probably some, like, deep-ass, artsy-fartsy reading of that where the bird is an extension of him. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's deep. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah... I don't know. I like Annie. <clears throat> yeah. She's someone I'd like to get to know. I don't She's think funny. we, I don't think we get enough Annie throughout the series. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I didn't know. Um, I would kind of say if you've watched the first five episodes of Bebop and you're not like in, then you might not. Get might not in. be for you. Mm. Yeah, which is weird because I've like never, like even considered saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Like I watched, never had to. like I rewatched this shit with my dad and like my whole family, and they all loved it. Like my dad really liked this show. I'm really trying to see why this was so popular, but I, I guess I just don't see it. I don't know. What don't you like about it? I'm just not. Not nothing's really going for me. I mean, like the whole. I imagine for Joe, this is basically just an animated version of the shit he'd find on TV. Yeah, that's why I said it's kind of just another anime to me. It just seems like one of those many animes that came out when I was watching tons and tons and tons of anime. It's just... know, but it's but it's not the typical anime. Yeah, no, it's so like even just 
the strange just all the the plot is so in the in the music is so the the jazzy that's not doing anything for me i don't really care about that wow because you have no soul joe yeah i was about to say that i i think you just don't have a soul (laughs) (laughs) no 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 no. he has a soul he doesn't have soul you know what i'm talking about (laughs) oh my lord Uh, Uh, yeah no i mean just that it's fine i guess that's the setting and the and the mood they're trying to set i mean it's just you know it's it's whatever to me. I don't really care. It's, it's fine. So cool. I guess the music is so good. It's even though it's all mostly stolen. <laughs> it is good. Oh, it's, let's not talk about that. Let me <laughs> let me let me put it to you this. I, let me put it I think to you this we way. Talked about that. Every time I every time I've watched Cowboy Bebop, I keep wishing I was watching Outlaw Star. So <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Okay, so my theory proves correct. Mm. Um, well, really, it's Ed's theory. Um, his theory is that uh, a person can't like both Bebop and Outlaw stuff. <laughs> Granted, I am like the the lone. I, I well, I was the lone exception to that. At least I thought I was the lone exception to that. Mm. But uh, Joe kind of—I don't know if I should say he flipped flopped. He kind of wavered slightly, but kind of like reaffirmed that. <laughs> But uh, at some point, we'll put that to the test when we watch Outlaw Star and we can see if Mike hates it or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's what I that's, that's what I kept thinking about as I was watching this. I mean, they're so similar. Uh, well, they're they're both uh, space western. Yeah, but like, with very different emphasis. Yeah, interesting. And, but I, I mean, trust me, I I like animes that just take their time and really kind of try and dig deep into a story or I like that stuff. I've watched lots of animes like that. It's just this I'm just it's just is not doing anything for me. I'm none of it. What's is. wrong with you? All right, let's let's let's, let's let's get off of why Joe doesn't Kimba like Kimba, this show. Let's pitch in and get this man some therapy. I'm tr- I'm tr- oh, I really try I I, und- I remember back in the day how m- pretty much every single one of my friends were watching this anime and talking about how much they just effing loved it. I just, I, 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 maybe I just have no soul. I don't know. I just, I'm not seeing it. Like I said, Joe, you have a soul. You just don't have soul. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know, man. I like the way you say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, I got, I got to put, you know, I got to put the emphasis there so people know what's up. Uh, it's times like this I wish people listened to our our shows. <laughs> But see now, I'm I'm really curious to to um to watch a dub version now because you know you guys keep saying over and over again it's got a really different feel to it. So, oh yeah, I, I want to check that out and just see you know what I'm missing here because I have only yeah. watched the show with the sub. Bebop, I mean, there's a there's a a lot going on in there in the subtlety, and I remember long before you had the multi-language clips on YouTube, the thing I really liked doing with the, um, I want to say it was with the DVD, is kind of like going through certain scenes and seeing them in different languages. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. I checked the Japanese and the English, and I don't know if this was just a clip I found somewhere, or if it's actually on the DVD, but I remember watching a confrontation there in French and then like in Spanish. And then <laughs> hmm. Yeah, from what I remember, I think a while ago I did uh, try and watch. I was gonna. I, I said to myself, like, I'm gonna watch Bebop in Japanese, and mm-hmm. and I, once again, I did like I probably did like the first five episodes and then bailed. 
but I remember it being a little more subdued. Mm. Um, and I, I think Steve Bloom's he's pretty laid back and subdued, but he's he does have this he's got a real swagger in his voice that I think is missing from the Japanese actor. Um, well, I think and, I think of of the Japanese actors, maybe Spikes has the most punch to it. Uh, mm. There's there's sort of like a like a smoothness to it. Smooth. Yeah, he kind of just has a. It's just like a smooth. It, I remember it being like a regular type Japanese dude voice, and I remember Jet sounding like an old Chinese man. Or, <laughs> yeah, but sounds like but, an old Asian man. Which is in, you know, in the dub, he's an old love, black man. I, I love Jet. He's an old black dude. He's got serious soul. <laughs> it's tight. He's got soul coming out of his ass. Did you see that suit in episode three? Yeah, for me, like, it was never a question that Jet is a black dude. <laughs> apparently that's up for, like, debate. <laughs> Even though his name's fucking uh, Jet Black. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's like, nebulously tan. <laughs> yeah. There's really no way to know just by looking at him. I mean... He's definitely of know. color. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Maybe old Asian men dress like that, too. I don't know. Mm. Maybe he's half Chinese. Maybe he's Blasian. Yeah, yeah. he's Blasian as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. He was killing them slots. I would say if you have time, which I know you don't, just go watch like the first, maybe the first two episodes dubbed and see if you feel differently. All right, I'll do that. Just to, to see. Okay. Let's let's seriously get off of Joe's hate for this show. I don't hate uh, the show. I never said that. Uh, anything I guess we didn't within the episode stand out to you guys in particular, be it like funny, interesting, different, whatever. Yeah, that's strange. I, episode four is kind of <laughs> it's the they kind of take that. Uh, I feel like this was a thing back then. Mm. They would do the uh, in movies. They would. Say environmental terrorists. That would yeah, be like a they thing. were really big. Yeah, yeah. But the the mom always reminds me of Lucille Bluth. Yeah, really. Archetype. <laughs> yeah, like if you were to go back and redub this, I can't remember the name of the actress, but like, I'd want her voicing that woman. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's another one. Kind of like what Joe was saying, like almost like a throwaway episode but i found myself like like i said i was i was ready to like kind of bumble through a couple of these but i don't know it, it kind of it held me maybe it's because i haven't watched it in so long but i was mm. like this is this is cute this is fun yeah there's, you know, there's an appreciation for fun and also you're just thinking about more things when you're looking at this stuff yeah, the little other, bits go a lot farther. The other interesting thing is, um, is actually when you think about the series, like Spike and Jet have a really interesting relationship, but you don't actually get that many episodes where it's just them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to dive back and get that for a few episodes again. Just yeah, you know, because I, I forget that there were actually a few episodes where like the first episode is just them and then or the, f- the first two and they get Ayn 
Yeah. And then, and then Faye kind of is in and out, and by this point, she's basically in. And then from here on out, the dynamic really starts to change. And then mm-hmm. when they add Ed, which I was, again, surprised that she comes in uh, so much later, the whole dynamic changes. So I don't know. Mm. It's it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. But well, uh, I still love the show. Yeah, I want to say you get some episodes. They're not completely Spike and Jet centric, but like uh, I can't remember the name of the episode. The uh, let's just call it the VHS tape episode. That's primarily them. Yeah, isn't that there's well there's two kind of uh, there's a like a B there's plot an a, and a, a plot. plot. Yeah, yeah, and like the A plot is all Faye mostly, but then yeah. They're kind of on this B plot, which is kind of funny. That's kind of it reminds me of an episode of Seinfeld where it's like the B plot kind of ends up winding into the A plot at the end in a strange manner. Yeah. Mm. I did like Faye. I mean, she was uh, she was funny. I liked how she just kind of invited her way in to join them. That was <laughs> I thought that was humorous. Yeah, that woman is a mess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you like Faye, you I don't know, you might like the series more as it goes on. Mm-hmm. They they add their final character, and then they kind of get this great dynamic, and then I don't know. I mean, out of out of the episodes I've seen so far, I'd say the character I like the most is uh is Faye. She was she was funny. She kind of when I when I felt things were kind of going a little slow, whenever she would kind of whenever she would talk or just make a witty comment, it would just make it. A bit more yeah, she'd literally fly into the scene, blow something up, and then get captured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or just all the assumptions you would make, you know, <laughs> when talking to the rest of the crew, and mm. oh, you are coming, or just all the other funny, like, yeah, we are comrades. That's at least that's what they kept saying in the so. Yeah, but um, so yeah, I live here now. Yeah, it's, that it's, <laughs> that was funny. She's she's way funnier in the dub. Okay, <laughs> but I but I enjoyed her a lot. She was she made it. She made it fun. Yeah, I, I want to say, in the case of the Japanese actress, Faye was a... I don't know if it was a bit of a departure. Um, Megumi Hayashibara. I'm pretty sure you've heard of her, Joe. Um, she was like a J-pop singer. She's also the voice of Lena from uh, the Slayers. Mm. I want to say she was always playing like really peppy, upbeat characters up until Faye. Uh. But can't completely confirm that. I do. I, I want to say this is like the first instance where she played like a grown woman that wasn't like serious business Annie Moo. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, I liked her. Interesting. She was good. Whereas I want to say, I think, I think in the case of the dub, it's Wendy Lee and like her Steve Bloom and uh, Bo Billingsley are just all over the place. Throw a rock in an anime, you're going to find at least one of their voices in it. Yeah. <laughs> Bo Billingsley was in Star Trek Into Darkness. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I had to point that one out to you. <laughs> I was sitting there in the theater like, holy shit, Jet Black's <laughs> trying to recruit Spock. <laughs> this is tight. He's also the voice of uh, Barrett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny watching that dub. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course, of course. Who else would you have gotten? Well, if you like this anime, maybe you'll hate Outlaw Star. <laughs> uh. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe you'll disprove me and Ed's theory. It, it's also a space western. Granted, it's, a, like I said, a more over-the-top. 
maybe it's like a space spaghetti western. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a better way to put it. Oh yeah, I was going to point that out earlier. It seems like there was a lot of western influence in anime around that time because Trigun was a bit of a western. And um, the was it? I want to say it's Yashiro Naito, the creator of Trigun, also the uh, the uh, king, the big guy behind uh, 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 Gungrave. Is uh, he's a fan of American comic books? Uh, one of the uh, antagonists of the show is based on Venom to the degree that I think the character's name is Venom spelled backwards. <laughs> Uh. Monev. Yeah, Monev the Gale. <laughs> That's silly. Um, but, well, you know, there's another one there. Again, on the Space Western thing, there's Trigun. Um, I haven't seen this, so I can't confirm it 100%, but there's a Leiji Matsumoto anime called Gun Frontier, which is Space Western, so... That's... You know, just something else to check out, I suppose. Um, if you just like things with a more serious tone, maybe a Western-centric tone, um, a lot of the stuff by uh, Yoshiaki Kawajiri, who I'm going to devote a month to eventually. Uh, specifically, I'd say check out Demon City Shinjuku and Cyber City Oedo. Um, he's got some other stuff, like some of his more well-known stuff is, uh, Wicked City, which is basically a hentai with a plot, and, uh, <laughs> Ninja Scroll is maybe his most known work, but, uh, yeah, that one can get a bit uncomfortable. Not as uncomfortable as Wicked City, but, uh, yeah. Well, there's also, you know, the other works of... Shinichiro Watanabe, so like uh, uh, Samurai Champloo. Did you watch Champloo, Joe? No, but I actually really do want to watch that. I just never got around to watching it. You might like that one a bit more. Well, yeah, it was that. Samurai Champloo's kind of like maybe like the next best thing to Bebop instead of uh, Space Cowboys. It's a hip-hop samurai. Yeah. Nice. Um, there's also Space Dandy, which is kind of like the um, the goofy aspects of Bebop, you know, cooked down to concentrate and then mixed with, uh, I don't know, wacky water and laughing gas. <laughs> wacky water? I don't know. I couldn't just water. Maybe Kool-Aid and laughing gas. Dangerous mix. Old school sci-fi aesthetic attached to it in the funniest ways possible. Straight from the Kool Aid Man's bowl. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, can't really think of anything else to recommend. Uh, Mike, you got anything? Uh, no. What about you, Joe? You want to recommend Key the Metal Idol to them? Yeah. Yeah, no, not this time. Uh, just I mentioned it before. Just Outlaw Star. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Any closing? Uh, I don't know. Anything to say to the audience before we turn this off? I tried. I really tried. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. What about you, Mike? Uh, yeah. Interesting turn for me. 
uh, it wasn't as exciting watching episode five, but it was as more exciting watching three and four. Probably some of that may have been. I mean, I probably used to go back to episode five more to do just to pick out, you know, as a kid. But uh, I don't know. I might like the fun stuff more now. Shut up, Mike. And my final thought: Shut up, jumper cables. Pardon any background noise. There's a cat and a baby playing around behind me, and it's the most adorable thing ever. Uh, yeah. I could have swore I had something else to tell you guys, but like always, my brain fails me. At some point, then you're going to get an episode of this podcast, and it's just going to be the sound of me drooling. My brain finally decaying past the point of uh, any real usage. Now let me stop turning into a goddamn edgelord here. Okay. <clears throat> so. Oh yeah. The song you're listening to right now is Synthetic Highway. Its creator is Submorphine. If you're interested in Submorphine, or you just want to hear this song uninterrupted by rambling otakus with smelly feet, uh, head on over to soundcloud.com slash submorphine. That's, uh... S-U-B hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E is Submorphine. Uh, if you like our promo theme, Anime Raku, and why wouldn't you? It's great. Uh, check out the author, Squarion, at facebook.com slash Squarion. S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Squarion's got a project they'd like me to plug, Project Stick Part 2, which is on facebook.com slash Project Stick. Now, of course... If you happen to just like the sounds of my co-hosts' voices and want to see them talk about shit that's not being dictated by me or just not exclusive to anime or whatever the hell I was trying to say, you can check out Mike's show about the 90s, Hyper 90s Zeitgeist Breakdown, and talk to him on Twitter, at Hyper 90s. Gotta spell it the 90s, though, because words. Uh, Joe's on Twitter at NAGP Returns, and you can listen to his game podcast, uh, Not Another Gaming Podcast Resurrection, Not Another Gaming Podcast again, because we really like naming things, and, um, yeah, I mean, there's our website, Hey Listen Radio, we're on SoundCloud, 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 Twitter, Facebook, you can... Subscribe to us on iTunes, Android, and Google Play. I think we're going to try and get on Spotify or something. I don't know how that works, but we'll see. If you got any suggestions, uh, yeah, send us a message at any of those places. Please. I mean, I know some of our uh, likes and <laughs> subscribes are bots because they happen the moment we post the episodes, but... I know there's some of you out there that are actually really real and not weird AIs. Or... So yeah, we'd love to hear from you, and thank you for listening. Uh, have a good night, people. Diaper Baby Boy is like, thinks he's gonna check out and he's like I didn't even get to touch your <laughs> Rose's boobies <laughs> I didn't get to feel them titties no yeah. we 
finish out the last few eps of My Hero Academia. See you next season.